Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2022, the Zurich Classic Bets, Picks, Preview. No one and done this week. Taking a week off from the one and done because it's a weird team event. However, the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League is not taking the week off. Only 1,500 spots because I assume people aren't super interested in this tournament. So you can go get your three spots right now. $15 to play, rake free. Go do that. Smash a like for the episode. Give me your winning team down in the the comment section and subscribe to Mayo Media Network on YouTube and rate and review the podcast as well. And you might want to consider... Fantasy National, fantasynational.com slash mayo will get you 20% off because Jeff, thanks to Fantasy National, I actually hit an outright winner. It was live going into Sunday, but uh, it was just nice to get off the schneid. I'm not going to lie to you. Congratulations. It wasn't a major, so I'm happy for Spieth now as, you know, we've had the mea culpa through his struggles. He's actually become an easy guy to cheer for. There's probably six guys that think they could have won yesterday. The difference being, Spieth gave you four extra strokes. Like, they all gave away strokes, but no one gave them away in the tournament the way Spieth did. So, deserved to win. Congratulations. Everything kind of fell his way. Like, guys just kind of kept disappearing, but it's hard to win. So, who gives a shit? I also just can't believe, Pat, that 13 got you a playoff. I, I like it blew my I, mind. I, blew my ass. I, I had the Cam Davis outright and I had the each way on, so that was nice uh, to come through. That would have yeah. that would have paid for the week anyway. So it was just a very nice bonus on top of it. But when he got to twelve, I, I when he had that long putt on eighteen, I was like, Man, if he can make this, maybe he can grab the each way. Yeah. It, was, it was a top eight. Th- and then all of a sudden, he's just there at the end. Like, he, he still has a chance to, like, get into a playoff here. Once Lowry, uh, we have to give big credit to him. Should we talk about Tim now? Because this was an all, just, all-time uh, Anderker's performance on Sunday. Yes, but I didn't even think your 12s would hold for an each way. Like, Neither when right. Cam Davis came into the house, I didn't think 12s could hold for an each way. I didn't even think Cam Young... Getting it, like, um, I didn't think 13 was going to hold. If he could have done it, he gave it back. It was remarkable in, in some respects. And the weather didn't get hard until the last, like, almost to the playoff or the last hour. Um, and Tim is, what Tim did was remarkable. Not only killing guys off one at a time, but I, I'm curious if Tim had made a statement on Spieth, Pat, because... He wanted to give zero credit to the Valero win. When we still bring Spieth, uh, Tim on to talk golf, he still acts like he hadn't won since the Open Championship. Like, he doesn't acknowledge his Valero win at all for what, like, what, what's his shtick? Like, field strength or who he contended against on Sunday? Like, who, whatever. Um, so I'm curious how he wants to respond to this Spieth win, let alone literally being the uh slaying of everybody you know we just did the passover slaying of the firstborn tim went knocked on each door like in the 10 commandments put blood on their door and people just disappeared from life well let's walk through it one by one because as we know tim's one and done for the week was patrick cantlay 
So it did seem like he was actively working to get Cantlay to the win. And it was there for, like, Cantlay should have won this tournament, and it shouldn't have been close. I, I guess you could say that if Spieth just made those three putts that were inside three feet, he wins by a bunch. But Cantlay just felt like he left so much on the table yep. front on the weekend. Like, obviously, he was nine under through two days. Then all of a sudden, we've seen this with Cantlay now a few times. And it sucks because... When it went to the playoff, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to lose. Because every time that I have money against Cantlay in a playoff, Cantlay wins the playoff. Um, it happened with Bryson last year. At Morikawa. The, Morikawa. I actually had I, I actually had Cantlay that time, and I hedged on Morikawa, and Cantlay won anyway. Fortunately, it didn't happen earlier this year uh, with Scheffler and Cantlay. I think it's 500 <laughs> now in career playoffs. Either way, EVR gets out to the hot start. Spieth goes eagle, eagle, and he gets up to, he's four under early. But then EVR can't miss on the front nine. I think he went birdie, birdie, birdie. And then all of a sudden, I even tweeted out the picture of it. I was watching it live. I saw it come across on my feed. Tim congratulating Frederick Van Ruyen on his second career PGA win. And then all of a sudden, he like hits one into the bunker and he stands over his shot in the bunker. And then like something happens and he backs off and like starts shaking a little bit. He felt, he felt the Ander curse coming for him. Then he did, blows it over the green on the chip, makes bogey. He was four over from that point on, didn't even finish inside the top 10. So that's one. And then that was we, on 11, I want to say. No, that was on hole number seven or eight. It was on that par three on the front because then he birdied nine and then he made four bogeys on the back and that was the end of him. And then we had, I think, Seb Straka was, no, it was Lowry was up next. Lowry can't lose. And it did look like for a while that Lowry couldn't lose, even though he topped a ball on two, which was just mind-blowing. And then he had that great save from the trees. Uh, Paul and I were actually watching it. We did Easter dinner at my house. Got to meet Paul's mom. Got to come over and meet the kids. Uh, over at my house for Easter dinner. So we're watching it, and Lowry, like, escapes. A couple great saves from Lowry. A couple great saves from Lowry. 100%. And then, Just the one where he laid up to 90 yards and stuck it to six feet. That's the one. But there were there were a couple of the par threes uh, before the, the incident, but there were a few incredible, because uh, he had the shanks, and, and it didn't really matter, which was incredible to his ability to fight through it all week. Sidebar on Lowry, where does he win? Because the win is coming. Memorial? Does he win Memorial? Because I think he was top five there last year. Pat, what's funny is all these Europeans, and obviously Lowry's in a clear different class than all of them. He's an open, sorry, I mean the, these other Europeans. But it's funny to think he still, despite the, having the WGC win, he does not have a registered PGA Tour victory. Uh, Yeah, I guess, yeah, the, the win at Bridgestone. I mean, that's technically a PGA victory. Yeah, we North American victory, bigger than winning any of the, like Honda, which he um, has gagged. But yeah, uh, a lot of them. And um, I don't know where we were there, but yeah, continue with the Tim, the Tim path here. So Lowry gets to, I can't remember if he got to 14 or 15. I'm pretty sure he was uh he birdies 13 and then the incidents on 14 yeah so tim right it's the 20 footer on 13 so after he hits the 20 footer tim tweets out lowry moving through the gears here this afternoon don't see him losing right now and then all of a sudden he puts it near a tree on a par three chips it over the green into the water and that's the end of shane lowry 
And then he has these like two birdie putts on 16 and 17 in order to get it done. And Tim goes like doubles back down. Shane will make this putt. Not even (laughs) close on like the seven footer. And then all of a sudden I'm watching. I'm like, man, Spieth actually has a chance here. Because they had got through the par five, number 15, and no one made birdie. Varner didn't make birdie. Lowry didn't make birdie. And Cantlay didn't make birdie. And I'm I'm starting to think myself like, incredible. All right. But you're forgetting something already. No. And then. We fast forward because I'm going in between dinner and like watching it on TV. I step back out. I was like, all right, these are the three guys I got to sweat. It's like, let's cut to Seb Straka, who is 70 feet away on 17. And he hit the putt he hit on 17 must have been going 100 miles per hour. I don't know how that went in the cup. It hit the backboard, popped up, rolled around and then dropped in the center. I'm like, oh, God. He's doing it. Seb Strzok is going to do this to us again. How, how does he keep doing this? By the way, maybe we should just look at the leaderboard for PGA National next year when we go to the go to the Heritage because a lot of crossover going on. A lot of crossover. At, at the- and also, Pat, Lowry, Seb hits the putt like almost within two minutes of Lowry's double, and it creates this whole like – Shane Lowry gets a bad break or something horrible happens to Shane Lowry and Adam except Straka's just here. Wow, what a putt from Straka. Could be something could be something special brewing here from Tim Anderson 87. Um insta bogey on 18. 175 in the fairway. Whoever he was playing with hit it in hit it in the native area first. And that must have given him like the willies. The Willies, because man, ah, oh, that was dis. That was yeah, I yeah, meh. So then we had the Shane Lowry on sixteen and seventeen when Tim said that he was going to make the putt. Obviously, he did not make the putt, and then he just wished everyone well in the playoff, and that was it. And he had Cantley as his one and done, who we knew was cursed. And the curse really reared its ugly head in the first playoff hole when, like, after Spieth went in the bunker because I didn't hedge it out, and I was just like, this is basically a free roll for me anyway. Probably shouldn't have. It was a live bet on the day of. It wasn't big enough. It was only 20 to 1. So I was like, all right, let's go. And Sp- Spieth grabs his back on the first tee shot and hit the ball in an hour. He lay, like leaves it like 30 yards short of where it probably should have been. It's all right. Well, he comes up and short. And then he ends up in the bunker. Cantley hits a, the prime Cantley shot and then ends up in the same bunker egged. And yeah, well, that was the almost- thing. I, I, did, I was watching and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, here we go. Spieth in the bunker. I was like, there is a saving grace to this. As long as Cantley doesn't put it close, I'm thinking Pete Dye course in the bunker in a playoff. Maybe Spieth just chips it in. Because that's, essen- last- that's essentially what he was doing. Yeah. The dude couldn't make a putt, but, you know, get him two inches off the green and he's chipping. He was putting money from there all week. The last two times Cantley plays that hole, he sticks it to, like, on, on Saturday, eight feet or nine feet makes it and then misses it on, on, on 18 yesterday, which would have been for the win. Uh, for me, from a betting perspective, Pat, I don't know, man. Varner shoots one under, can't even get to 13 starting the day at 11. I, I love Varner. I love his attitude. He's one of those guys like you, you just shoot six over. Like, I don't understand what happened. Every shot he had, he hit it to like six feet on one, missed the putt. Shocking. And then <laughs> the rest of the day proceeds to hit it to 30 feet. Can't make a putt. The one thing I love about Varner is I'm like, listen, this is what's going to happen with Varner today. 
He's going to be hyper aggressive and he's just going to go for it. And it's going to be great or it's going to blow up in his face. And I don't know whether he couldn't get a read of things, but Varner does not just leave things to 30 feet all day and make par. He makes bogeys or he sticks it to five feet and misses the putt. Unfortunately, a couple too many times. So really pissed off in that. And my boy, Tommy, two over through two. And then you finish at 11. Does that surprise you? Oh, no. That's all. Congratulations, Jordan. He out outlasted it. As you said, Pat, I'm like, he's a 13. All those guys still have the par five. The way Heritage has been playing. These are three really good players. Lowry, Cantley, Varner. Like, somebody's going to clear 13. Like, and then you almost thought no one would get to 13. And Spieth could win it standing alone. I, I had that. I, that started to become a reality. <laughs> and then Cantley hit that, um, that. That shot on 17 was awesome. And that is such a difficult Incredible hole. Incredible shot. That has been such a hinge hole for me at this tournament over the years. Like, this has been the most successful tournament that I've had since we've started doing the show has True. been, has been yeah. the heritage. It hasn't even been yeah, close. Yeah, you're right. But like the, the year that we hit Grace, Donald melted down. It was either on 14 or 17. Even the year that Webb won, like everyone was making that run. I think Berger may have even chipped in after missing the green, but that's where answer See, ended We had a horrible meltdown, the yeah. Cody, Kodaira year. The, horrible the, meltdown. The Kodaira year, yeah. That's how he ended up, ended up, ended up going into that yeah. playoff, so... Uh, and even the year that Wes Bryan won, I forget. I think it was Dillette who was leading that year. And then all of a sudden, he just started melting down on that hole, too. It's a tough one, man. Like, it's really – and I thought that Cam Davis was going to blow it. I was like, okay, Cam's at 12 under. If we can get to – like, once he got three, he birdied 15. I was like, all right, if he can figure out a way to get, like, two birdies here coming in, 16, 17, 18, figure out two, because people had been birdieing them, like, maybe 14 will have a chance was what was going through my mind. And then he missed uh, like a 20-footer on 16. But he hit it over the green on 17. And like his chip was awesome. And he got it to like five feet and that was the end of it. He ended up making power and then he missed the bomb on 18. Just by like a a smidge too. Uh, Kim Young too almost made a great par on 17. Missed like a five, six-footer. Well, I was watching, I watched the replay a little bit later on after the kids went to bed and it was like at the very beginning of the round or like halfway through, whenever it was. And I saw Cam, Cam Young had a birdie putt on nine to get to like 14 under or something. I was like, what the hell happened to Cam Young? (laughs) So he misses the, a very makeable birdie putt on nine, like seven, eight feet beside the hole. That rattled him because then he went and bogeyed 10, Pat. And he just didn't get his juice back uh, until a nice clutch birdie. But again, you didn't think 12 or 13 were going to hold. Like, it kind of didn't matter uh, once Cam got to those late, late holes. So another guy continues to just uh, play great. I don't know. I'm happy for Spieth, I guess. I'll be honest, I would have been annoyed. I was annoyed to see Lowry win because I know there's a lot of people out there with Lowry bets yesterday, and I don't mean this to cheer against you, but I don't know. I haven't hit shit since we've gotten to Florida. And between Scotty and Lowry, like nothing would have felt more predictable, and I would have had just left me reevaluating everything this morning. We would just have to take the most obvious people every single week. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like nothing felt more would felt more right and predictable Monday than Shane Lowry winning this goddamn tournament. It makes. I mean, didn't he, bet him. He, I, I, I didn't bet him. I picked him as my one and done. That's usually in our like little one and done that we do with the three of us. I usually reserve my one and done pick for the most obvious person of the week, and that was Lowry. And <laughs> I have him in my in our like fantasy league where i've scheffler where we like training i think he was my last pick and he's just been incredible also like the guy's been a t3 freaking machine i didn't think he would play this much but i i was talking to scott he doesn't play once we get to florida they come they play I, I get that, but I, I think there's been a, well, there has been a complete lack of Euro events. I know this because European or DP World Tour picks and bets. The show on Mayo Media Network has been off yeah. for four weeks. Uh, they return <laughs> tonight. True, I miss them. Uh, Tom and Sky are back tonight uh, with their DP Good. World Tour show. And Sky, the DraftKings pick show for Zurich is going to be on Wednesday this week. Sky is going to be joining me. I have Emery Hunt uh, to talk about NFL Draft tomorrow. Which, as you know, Emery is... Emery's like the best. Let's go! Let's go! I love it. It doesn't mean anything. I don't even know who players are anymore. Me neither. Like, if you don't know who players are coming out of college, these are the two... I got Tuesday and Thursday. I got Emery, I got Ratcliffe, and Ratcliffe will be more like NFL-focused team needs. And then then me, Ray, and Thor are going to do the mock draft as well for next week. So I'm I'm trying to find someone for draft bets. Should me, you, and Tim do a show? Or should I get someone who knows anything? (laughs) No, I can give you uh, a couple people... Um, yeah, like even like, um, Noonan is great at that stuff. Oh, is he? Yeah. Like great. Like on the ball with so much of that, uh, so much of that stuff. They're pretty in intense about it, but I can't wait. I'm not going to lie. My draft prep and like knowing the guys, it's a nothing to what it normally would be a in my younger days or when the chargers had a higher pick or more predictable pick, but I just loved, I love the draft. I I love it. It is one of my favorite nights of the absolute year. I, I can't wait. And I'm really on like my dive in season. So well, pretend I'm an expert for the next like 10 days, but I really just can't wait for draft night itself. And in this new league thing, like I, I think there are going to be trades just shit's gonna go nuts. Uh, so NF like side like it's starting to like juice through me again. Football. It's only April, but so we got a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, it's starting uh, to juice through. Sh- me. Should we do like a live show during the draft? Didn't we do that one year and it was a lot of fun? That was the Tim from T- Tim calling um, Becton Becky, and he didn't want him anyway. But then he saw him pushing the car up the hill, although, and then he claimed the emergency brake was on. I feel like that was just high comedy. And the Jets have a bunch of picks. <laughs> yeah, I I think I was supposed to be part, but I just Declined. after the whole like quarterback picking, I and people were so negative to me on the internet about the Herbert pick. I kind of just drank myself like blackout, and I even missed the Kenneth Murray middle round trade. Oh. If you want to see someone who probably should have won this tournament, I'm looking at the numbers right now. I mean, obviously can't lay, but you're not going to notice it because he came T26, but Morikawa was second in the field in ball striking. Did a very classic yeah. Morikawa thing. Drove awesome. it amazing, amazing irons, couldn't chip, couldn't putt. Like, that's the bad that, That's the bad Morikawa week that you get. So if he just flips it, let's say, instead of losing three strokes putting, he gains two and a half, three, he's, like, winning this tournament. 
It was actually very apparent, Pat, even to the naked eye, especially on Thursday and Friday, because he was, I believe, clearly in like featured group stuff. So there was a chance to see a lot of his um, just couldn't hit anything like those 13, 14 footers. Like, you know, if he starts hitting them on Thursday, Friday, like everyone's fucked. He just they were not couldn't buy him, couldn't buy him felt like. And it's when I actually did the look between five and 15 feet so far this year, he was like eighth in strokes game putting for the season from that range. And then it just all went away. Sungjae was another one who was a victim of, I can't, he lost four strokes putting four strokes. He came T21. Very strange. And we'll get, we'll get to old Sungjae this week because I I think we just have to blindly bet Sungjae and our guy, Byung-Hun An to get his tour card back. Oh, okay. Listen, this is this is you got to go with weird angles this week. If Just, you're not yeah. making up your own angles, like g- getting into it right off the top. This is the ultimate narrative street week. You don't know. Like, do you think these guys are sitting there like, oh, we're going to win this thing. Like, let's go get it. Or they're like, let's just have some fun. If we get into contention, like the weekend will be a gonger. But no, they're just like out playing with a buddy. Like, how do you grade the mindset? Like, who has a freaking clue? Let's go try to win a few bucks together. Like, I, I don't, uh, you, I don't know. You, Which well, team ha- is like literally think like saying like, oh, we're going to win. I, we're yeah, going to win. I, I think you have to take the team that you can try to peg that doesn't go out and hit the casino in New Orleans, just get absolutely wasted in between rounds. I think that's like the angle you have to play. <laughs> yeah, I guess that like that's a fair, a totally fair angle. But I don't know, like, which team, like, what team do you think's having, like, dinner on Wednesday night where, like, no wives allowed? It's just players and caddies strategy session because we've got to take this thing or something. Like, no, no. So well, I don't know. Well, I'm going to have some fun. I think I'm just going to bet players I like. Yeah, that, that's that, that's all I'm doing this week. Just bet. Teams that seem like I think have a vibe. Yeah. And I'm already bu- I already could buy into your South Korean Let's do it for Benny Ann. That works for me. Yeah, well, I mean, he, I mean, he's, I mean, I, that's the reason that I brought up Sungjae in the poor putting performance. Tita Greeny was awesome, although if he continues to putt like that, you know, the Ben, ben old Benny boy is not going to be carrying him on the greens. Although this is a spot where we lost in a playoff with Ben Ann one year too. We had Ben Ann and Love. I'm actually kind of pissed. This is. I, I don't mind the team tournament. It's actually kind of fun. I'm just kind of pissed. This is the course that took it over because I used to really like this tournament. Yeah, we remember that. That was a Monday three-day finish. And Chris Stroud and Brian won. Stroud, uh, yeah, beat Ben Ann. And, but Love we that. all acknowledge, had it gone four days, Jason Day, like, steamed and got to one back of that Monday playoff after three days and would have for sure taken them. hundred percent. I think Rose was right there, too, and Rose had a win at this tournament before. Let's just close up on Heritage. I just want to continue to say – TPC Harbortown, not TPC, Harbortown Golf Links, no TPC. It's why KH Lee didn't play well. This tournament delivers every fucking year. It's the Sunday finishes at this tournament are awesome. Yeah, and I'm up for my only complaint about this tournament right now, Pat, is that it's too close to match play. And all, and all I mean no, 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 that, I, I, I meant heritage. Oh, sorry. Every year, so I got we went to Zurich. Every year, Heritage kicks ass. Sunday, Chasers, rinse, repeat. Although stink, stink. Kitchen was in the final group with Morikawa. He was up uh, by he was up by five strokes. Like he was. I want to say last year, but 
But uh, yeah, and another one, right? People were calling it on Friday for Cantley. Nope. Yeah. In the end, I'm sure there were 66s, 80 to one live on Spieth. Uh, you obviously hit the the Saturday night twenty, so so props to you. And it remains the Pat Mayo Invitational next year. It's always like the week after the Masters. I'm pro. I should just do nothing and just tail you and your moves. Well, it's funny because obviously the outright betting card at the beginning of the week wasn't great outside of Cam Davis hitting that each way. But I, I feel like I went and checked my notes last night, and I just have <laughs> like a big bolded note in there, just like save money for Saturday night because someone just comes from behind and wins every year. Yeah. And I don't know. I have Varner. I had Fleetwood. Even Matt. I don't know. My outrights have been fine. I just can't hit a winner. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's what's been happening to me. I hope to hit a winner tonight. The USFL slate has been an absolute clusterfuck, but I actually have the best team right now in the hundred K to first tournament with the most players what? remaining. Like I, well, I have a team that's in like twelfth right now, I think. But I'm out of guys. But my, I, I have almost like I have three guys that performed really well. I like can average like twenty points or something. And then I have like the last game that got pushed to tonight, absolutely loaded. So you know, fingers crossed for that. I'd like to win hundred k tonight. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll fly you. Oh, Pat, I'll fly you. Buddy, at sixty degree flex right now or bend. Oh, you're getting better. We're making progress bigly. I actually feel like I do my best rehab in my sleep. Like my knee bends in like ways. And yeah, I know that sounds weird. Do you? uh, uh, Yeah, no, we're progress. Are are you opposed to doing a show with Tambo in three weeks time? Because I'm I'm going to France, so I'm just going to be gone. Uh, And I want to have the betting show. Or we can just take the week off. It's fine for TPC Bunny Ranch. We can figure that out, but whatever you want to do, I'm happy to do or not do. Well, maybe we'll film the Custies in like the next two weeks. Maybe that's something I can leave for the people while I'm away. I was also thinking it works against me that voting goes down in football season. If voting took place out of football season, I I think because I'm at my craziest in football season. Yeah, but right? Tim Tim's not really on the show outside of football season, outside of like But once he does every things. He says things. You post those cuss corners, people losing their minds. Some things they never heard before. That's my point. Well, you can on the Pat Mayo Experience feed right now. I actually since I didn't do a research show for this, I released uh cuss corner 19. Me, Gary, and Tim. I think it's the one where Tim admits the spraying Pam on steaks. <laughs> I think it's that one. It's a good one. Oh, hi, I got you a gift. Here's an ad break. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means lots of salt with no sugar. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited to folks following a keto, low-carb, or paleo diet. I remember when I first got my Element in the mail, I was feeling fatigued. I wasn't properly hydrated. So what I did, opened up the packet, took out the awesome water bottle that comes along with it, and boom, shook it up, took some, and have felt great ever since. Have the energy throughout the day so I can bring you some high-quality Pat Mayo Experience products. Element is so sure that you will love their product and come back for more, they're offering you a free Element sample pack. That's eight single-serving packets free. Just cover the cost of shipping, $5 for U.S. customers. Get yours at drinklmnt.com. Dot com slash mayo. This deal is not available on the regular website. You must go to D R I N K L 
mnft.com slash mayo. Element offers a no questions asked refunds. It's totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and we'll give you your money back. No questions asked. You have nothing to lose. Do you want to learn a new skill to build websites, troubleshoot tech issues, or transition into a new career? Over 50 million people already know that Codecademy is the best way to learn code. That's because Codecademy not only teaches you job-ready coding skills, but also helps you build unique projects for your portfolio, earn certificates, and even prep for technical interviews. Learn at your own pace and get qualified for in-demand jobs. Take Codecademy's programming personality quiz to get tailored career advice and course recommendations based on your strengths and interests interactive platform helps you learn by doing join over 50 million people learning to code with code academy and see where coding can take you get 15 percent off your code academy pro membership when you go to codecademy.com and use promo code mayo that's promo code mayo at codecademy.com to get 15 percent off code academy pro the best way to learn code C-O-D-E-C-A-D-E-M-Y dot com. Promo code MAYO. All right. All right. Let's get into this. Zurich Classic. Team event. If I have to tell you which day is alternate shot and which day is best ball, I can't because I decided not to look it up because I really don't care. I think it's top 35 (laughs) in ties end up making the cut. I had to ask like eight separate people if they run DraftKings contests for this, and I was assured that they do. Uh, So that will be fun. Like I said, that's why I'm pushing it a day so I can actually figure out how it works. Sky's going to be on to talk that through with me. TPC Louisiana is a fun course. Uh, Smith and Leishman. Smith has won this twice. Uh, We hit him year one, the very first year that this was on it was him and Jonas Blixt ended up beating Scott Brown and Kevin Kisner the ultimate pairing uh, in this event who I've already bet at this event because I just do that every single year uh so they chipped it in that crazy pre-playoff chipping it was wild on the 72nd hole it fucking pissed me off because that was a 100 to 1 hit too that was nice Uh, but since then you probably hedged a little because it got to the playoff now that's that was in 2016 or something I wasn't hedging back then um, and it worked out. I mean, basically, yeah, I, I, I'm so bad at hedging. Like, I feel like it's a really gut feeling, although I know nothing. So what the hell am I thinking when I'm hedging or not hedging? I think I may just go with your strategy of not hedging unless it's like I have two people in a three person playoff or something crazy like that, which has happened twice, I think in my life, but either way. I, I- I just try to be consistent. Yeah. So, right. I just try to be consistent. If you're consistent, then you don't like have this decision to make and water will find its level for the playoff. You lost that you hedged. There's the playoffs you won where you didn't hedge. So, uh, yeah. And sometimes when you have the inferior player, I don't want to lay like 60 cents or something in a 40 cents too. So it, it can be hard, but to each, um, to each their own. So let's go to the top of the board. DraftKingsportsbook.com. Big Dick Vic. And Colin Morikawa are the rightful favorites, I think. Nah, there's like four really good teams. Five, maybe. So Hovland, Morikawa, six and a half to one. Cantley and Xander are eight to one. Palmer and Scheffler are nine to one because I think there's a rule at the Zurich Classic that Ryan Palmer must play with the number one player in the world to be his partner. Leishman and Smith, the defending champs, are 10 to one. Then it drops down to Burns and Horschel. They're 12. Fleetwood and Sergio are 16. 
Gucci and Homa, 22. Lowry and Poulter, 22. Varner and Watson, along with Team Chile. Neiman and Mito are 25 to 1. And that's the cutoff in terms of the favorites. The only ones that really, I mean, I wanted to bet Burns and Horschel, but I really don't like that number at all. Uh, I think you can find it better at other spots. Like DraftKings this week seems like they have stacked the very top of the board and you get better odds on the guys down versus uh, some of the other places where you just have more favorable numbers. It does seem like, you know, Burns and Horschel are 14 and... Yeah, I mean, Gooch and Homer are 28. So the ones that really stuck out to me, Burns and Horschel, I think, are a great pairing here, 14 to 1. Um, I'm thinking about that. <laughs> People are on Team Chile. I don't know if I can get there with that one. But Varner and Watson and Gooch and Homer really did have my interest. Uh, yeah, those two make, make a lot of sense. I will say under the 20 to 1s of the favorites – there is no, t if I had to pick a team that is honestly here to win, it's probably that Horschel Burns. That might be having I agree. that dinner I agree. on Wednesday. Wives not allowed. I don't, Burns isn't married. Um, I'm just saying like this very like serious attitude about the week, it would be the Burns Horschel thing. And you could argue that's like ideal. Like everyone else won't, or 85% of these teams probably won't have that attitude. They will. Um, so that, you know, when picking at the very top, you probably do want that attitude. Instead of the hyper laissez-faire attitudes you could potentially get from some of these teams, boy, it'll be funny. You're not going to win any bets. But there would be some humor in Xander, like <laughs> getting this win, potentially riding Cantley's form <laughs> at the moment. We'd still – it wouldn't – preclude us from making jokes every other event going forward correct oh 100 i'll probably not bet varner and watson this is the site of bubba watson's first ever win i believe in 2010 i remember that event very vividly he was just and uh, cried it was bucket great. bucket of tears billy horschel yeah. got his first win at this course remember duffner duffner's like sizzling run through that season he won here and i think that he came second at colonial second at heritage he was in the middle of a really nice run as well i feel like varner and watson are gonna go have some fun in between. Okay, so <laughs> sorry, finish. I'm I'm just excited to talk about that team having bet Varner yesterday. So I do have thoughts. Well, I just know that Horschel's not going to be out on the town partying. Put it that way. Yeah, and I don't even know that Bubba. Bubba's like a father of what three, and Harold's got a newborn. I don't know that they're out to like run, run, run. You know, whatever. Harold, though. So I think Bubba's the perfect partner off of what just happened to him. Because that's a South Carolina event. He's talked about the Heritage being like his fifth major for him personally. And he probably a bit of a down, although always hyper positive guy. I think coming out the next week with Baba is like a perfect partner for Harold to ride like his good vibes from. I'm worried maybe a little fatigue for Varner because it's been a lot of golf. Like he got in a match play first time. He's gotten into the... Um, He's got gone into the Masters for the first time. And then a week that was probably very intense. And um, like he got himself up for it before and played great and didn't win. So that is a concern. But again, all those, I think Bubba is the perfect partner to just like freewheeling. Let's go have some fun. And maybe that team finds itself in contention on Sunday. And blind value, Pat, I think you nailed it. I haven't run to make the bet. But that Gooch, um, Homa, that Gooch, 
that Gooch team, yeah, it feels like 28 to one. It feels like a really fair, safe bet to make. Like it should probably be shorter in some respects or compared to a lot of the teams in front of him. I would argue their chances are just as good, if not better. I just feel like they're going to be the team that everyone bets this week. Well, that could be Team Chili, who I am just in an event where I just want to cheer for things I like. I, that's a thing. That's a wagon I'm kind of can get behind. Uh, I'm into that. I think they'll also be pretty popular. Yeah, that, waiting. I've seen a lot of Chilean flags this morning already when the odds got dropped, even beforehand when people were talking about who they're going to bet, bet. this week. It's, it's Team Chile. <laughs> we, we, I mean, this is also, we're trying to talk about teams that aren't Morikawa and... Well, how about this? Like, we, 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 because... ju- we, we just went through, like, the most obvious things in the world. Why don't we just bet Palmer and Scheffler? <laughs> is Scheffler ever going to lose? I never bet Ryan Palmer. I don't care. I, it burned me. The only time that ever burned me ever was this event with John Rock. I never bet him. So you can't, well, you will not talk me into it now. I feel like Palmer, if anything, has the most pressure in this field because if Scotty, like he's going to, when Scotty doesn't play well or win, was be like, oh, he had to carry Palmer or Palmer's the only thing that could stop Scotty Scheffler right now. Um, there's a mistake on the graphic. It should say Kelly Kapowski and Kelly Taylor, six and a half to one. <laughs> Like that's Morikawa and Scheffler. I mean, and 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 Hovland to this guy. Like, might as well have mid nineties. Kelly Taylor, Kelly Kapowski teaming up, knocking on my door. I like it. I I'm not betting anyone at six and a half to one in a no. team tournament. No, they're, they're no, they're probably gonna have a good time too. I would hope so. That's what I would be going to this for to have a good time. And I would think Cantley and Shoffley, like they're buddies. They're, I think, you know, um, they don't have kids. I bet you they've got the the wives in tow who are friends, right? They do their wine country hopping together. They're probably going to be, everyone's going to be eating well. Everyone's going to be eating well. I don't know what it is with Cantley. He just seems like the most miserable person on earth. Like he doesn't He's ever very- see, he doesn't ever seem to be having a good time. At least like... Sp- Spieth, as Paul's mom pointed out when we were watching it, does nothing but fucking complain the entire time, which everyone knows. But at least he seems like he gets some joy out of good shots every now and then. Lowry, too. Like, he's in, he's good or bad. He's like an exciting player to watch. Cantley, there is no one on tour who, if I don't have money on and they're playing well, I can't, I hate looking at them more. Like, there's no one. No one's face bothers me more when you don't have money on them than Cantley. When that, like, right? Or is it a tongue down? It's like a. That's how he looks at his balls in the air. I feel like he's doing himself a disservice for TV coverage because the TV networks hate showing him because he takes fucking forever to hit the ball. Like, it's going to start detrimentally impacting him that when you have a cluster of players and he's not winning, they're just not going to show him because we can't be on Patrick Cantley for five minutes per shot when we could have showed eight other shots and guys are in contention. I'm not anti-Cantley, though. It's just 
I like I when I bet him, he doesn't bother me at all when he's playing well. Just when I when I don't have money on him and he's contending, no one triggers me more. And it's not even the pace of play thing. I'm so accustomed. Um, I'm it, so accustomed to that. Any no, like a total write off. I guess you didn't really care much for Fleetwood Garcia. These European teams, Lowry Poults. I, I mean, Lowry and Poulter, maybe. Poulter's not really playing the best right now. Fleetwood and Garcia are intriguing, but I don't want to bet them. I'd rather bet Horschel and Burns than Fleetwood and Garcia. Yeah. Would you rather, for, like, more than double the price, get Hatton and Willett than Fleetwood and Garcia? Probably, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to that mid-range, then. Gooch and Homa, Burns and Horschel are the two looks that I'm having. I don't have anything down on them yet. We get to the mid-range from 30 to 100, where I've already made my two bets. Uh, Riley and Zalatoris, 35 to 1. Isn't this the perfect event for Zalatoris? Where, you know, he doesn't necessarily need to make all the three-foot putts. Davis Riley can make a few for him. Yeah, I've made the bet as well. I'm kind of just betting Will Zalatoris at anything over 33 to 1. And this is a, I don't this, this is a prime spot for him. This is where Cam Smith got his first win. And this, you know, can lock it up for him. It's not bad. I like it. I don't know. I feel like the Zalatoris thing is now something I'm going to be on over 30 to one. Like I'm now part of chasing the win. Just don't let me do it. I need to be able to back off if he goes and plays Detroit and is like 14 to one. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's probably where he'll win. No, because he gives us those Scheffler vibes. He's going to cash it big. Like he's going to cash it fine. Although Scheffler was 22, I think, or 20 even in Phoenix when he got the uh his first one but um yeah so i hope i hope uh i like that one a lot uh you've already mentioned that m team as yeah, do, uh, do, do we do we want to do that do we want to i see them as deep as 38 at DraftKings sportsbook they're 40 to 1 that's a pretty good number like do we think that they have enough juice to do this and is in good form yeah I don't know. Actually, I don't know what he finished. I saw, I think after three rounds, T he was right near the top. He, he, was, so T gonna... he, he was T21. He lost four strokes putting. Ben Ann. No. Im. No. Oh, sorry. I mean, I, Ben Ann had a really strong Corn Ferry event through three rounds last week. He was like right near the top. I know he didn't win and I'm not going to lie. I didn't scout the leaderboard to know how he finished, but I'm encouraged that he's playing well coming into this event. He is ranked 222nd in the world right now. He finished second yesterday. So I think this is a bet. Yeah. I think this is a bet. All right, let's do it. 40 to 1. No, I, like, I know it's Corn Ferry. To me, you could argue it's the second hardest golf tour on earth. Argue. Um, yeah. Probably isn't. His but I'm just saying winning is winning is... It, contending winning, form is form. You don't, like, you can't contend there without form. Can you? Where? On the Corn Ferry Tour? Yeah. Maybe. I don't fucking know. Anyhow, <laughs> that's a good sign. Ben Ann is playing well. He won a few weeks ago. We got a second this week. That win was probably longer ago than uh, memories. It, it was week eight, so I think it was the end of February. But he's gone first, 22nd, miscut, 12th, second in his past five seconds. That's a great... That... I, yeah, that that seems like a guy we can fire on with Sung J M in his current stats. And we want to, and we want to root for Ben Ann. We want him back. They were showing the fucking President's Cup commercial, and he's all over it. I was like, I mentioned it. Yeah, it was like he's not even on tour anymore. <laughs> no, 
Yeah, he's got that big fist pump from Australia. Who they they announced they're going back to after uh, Canada 20, for twenty twenty eight. I think. Yeah, after Montreal, they're going to go back as the international host. I liked it last time. It was great. It was on at night. It was perfect. Won a bunch of money on DraftKings that week. That was yeah, fun. yeah. That was that was a fun one. That was a nice sure. Abe, Abe answer breakout before Tiger put his foot down on him. Yeah, no, that was just a close one. That was a, f- a really fun one. Uh, and Tiger was the captain, a playing captain. So it made it amazing. So here's where I'm going. I got Brown and Kisner. I bet them at 80 to 1 with the each way. You can get them at 100 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook. But I really did want that top five each way to go along with it. So oh. Zawa, Torres, Riley, Brown, and Kisner. The only ones other than that, I mean, team, team Mayo Raza of Gim and Schwab. I mean, that's kind of fun. That's incredible. But just, like, logically looking at this, like, can you see this team winning towards the end of the day? And I can see Ann and Im winning. I really could. Hatton and Willett, most definitely. But, like, going down the list, it starts getting, like, a little bit dicey. And realistically, outside of Cam Smith and Jonas Blix, I feel like two good players, or at least, like, two... Two intercontinental champion contenders could end up winning this tournament if they're both on the rise. And I do see that in a team in Merritt and Streb. Merritt and Streb. Yeah. Um, Talk me. Like, it's just not a team my eyes would hit. Obviously, Streb off the good week. Merritt's been good. Merritt's been good. And if this turns into a fucking putting contest... That's a guy that I would want because he can get you know, so hot. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a fair point. And honestly, to call Merritt plucky is probably disrespectful because to your point, like he's been good. He's been good. He's been showing up. Um, he's been showing up near the top uh, quite a few, quite a few times. I'm getting a, we've seen that soul patch on TV a lot this winter. So that's a good sign for him. You don't get on TV unless you're playing decent or doing something really dumb. Yeah, you can get them at 70 to 1 or even an enhancement up to 85 to 1 if you really want to. That's likely where I'll end up going. Oh my God, is Jason Day playing with Barnaby the Scrivener? That's yeah, a real thing? Yeah. That's a thing. 70 to 1, huh? I didn't even notice they were in the tournament. Um, um, any, love for- any love for who? Well, just staying in that mid in that mid pack here. Uh, a couple McDowell power could be pass pass here. I'm going to which one of those two players you disrespecting more out of curiosity McDowell I I don't mind power here I just yeah that's the thing though hasn't McDowell been kind um, no I'm gonna overrate I'm gonna overrate it where you're like oh his string of like t51s is like really yeah like oh my god the guy shot like a four under at Harbortown on Saturday time to get on on Thursday yeah (laughs) <laughs> like no no sorry let me just re reevaluate that thought yeah what did, um, what did he end up finishing at heritage do you remember not a clue sorry i i can i can look into that i can effort that for us here let's see g mac finished i came 21st it's not terrible did put the lights out before that he was miscut 50th miscut um there couldn't be a more boring team than kirk todd but they could easily yin yang it quite well yeah this- i'd rather bet I I think I'd rather like take, I mean, Gim and Schwab, Merritt and Streb. I feel better about those two. Laird and Bobby. Desire Poston? Nah, not so much. Laird and Bobby Mack, maybe? Like Wyndham Clark and Tringali? Like that's, or I mean, this team has you written all over it. Hostler and Thigala. 
okay, I was or, waiting for or, us or, to get there. Or Knox and Stewart. You want to bet Russell Knox every week anyway? Listen, he's got a, a former Zurich champion with him. So I'm no. not just... did, did Brian, I think I'm pretty sure Chris Stroud won. Oh, Stroud and Stewart in a playoff together will be mistaken forever for who actually won. Same guy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but, 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 yeah, no, I was thought we'd get to what number do you see on Tagalo Hostler? 85. Okay, that's no, one 80. I'm gonna have to 80, sh- sorry. Shop. I see. 80. I'm surprised you haven't brought this one out for me because oh, one is oh just... shit, uh, it's 130 to one at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, I don't want that. Sounds money. Oh, were honestly. you gonna say Grayson Higo? Higo just keeps taking my money, I can't do it anymore. No, I thought you were gonna like that one, but going a little shorter up the board. Norin Norlander. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Oh, Brian Stewart has won the Zurich. Maybe it was Brian Stewart who won. Same guy. Either way. It was. It was winning. It was Brian Stewart who beat Jamie Lovemark and Bjorn Hanen. Does that mean Chris Strode also won this tournament? I don't Chris? know. <laughs> Chris Strode. Whether it was a win or a playoff loss, I was counting it as the same if I wanted to back uh, the... Um, Stewart Knox. Well, apparently Chris Stroud has zero career wins on the PGA Tour. That seems false. Okay. He may have won one of those like absolute jobber alternate events. We're Can we're I deep. give yeah, get keep hit me with some guys here. No, I want I'm gonna give someone some content ideas this week. Okay. You can maybe film it. Maybe it would be funny, or maybe it'll end up looking really stupid. You just read a bunch of teams out to your wife and then you ma- and you make some up and you make her tell you which one is is a law firm and which one is a golfer pairing. <laughs> Who do you think is the most law firmy? I would say Power Fox Mc- and Stewart got me pretty good. Uh Power McDowell, McDowell and Power? Oh. McDowell and Power, attorneys at law. Okay, for sure. That's definitely right now a good one. I don't know if we're going to beat that, Pat. Let's see. I saw there was a team that had Kim in it. Is it Siwoo Kim? I don't think it is. I feel like they would be rated higher. No. Where is it? Sung Yul No and Kim. Hoffman and Watney? No, thank you. No, I mean as a legal. Reeves, Reeves and Wolf. That sounds like one. Who the hell? Like, where are the teams for this? Yeah, Sung Yul No is playing with someone with the last name Kim. I don't know which Kim it is. Because it just says Kim. Anyhow, we can end. Anyway, that's, they're 300 to 1. So I would actually bet that if that was the case. What? Kim and unknown Kim? Oh, it, and some- it's Michael Kim. That's why they're 300 to 1. I'll take, I'll take a hard pass on that one. Uh, who else could we potentially get behind here? You know who's like most definitely going to be in the mix at some point because they'll be like first out and they'll make a bunch of oh fuck Higgs in the Smother Man. That's not a bad oh, team. Yeah, that someone mentioned that to me this morning. A bear off. I like that one. Uh, who else do we have here? Yeah, Garnett and Stallings is a classic. Look at the leaderboards. Like how the fuck are they winning this thing? And then they'll just be gone. But Mav McNeely and Bramlett are ninety to one. Yeah, do you trust Bramlett? No, but no. Like historically, outside of that year where the hundred to one shot did win, I feel like the winner usually comes from like ten to thirty. 
35. Can I just ask a question? Who did, who did win? So how many winners have we had? I want to say four because this was canceled the COVID year. So Smith's won it twice. Horschel won it with someone. Maybe Watney? Let's see. Horschel and Piercy. So Blixed and Cam Smith won. Horschel and Piercy won. Palmer and Rom won. It was canceled. Then Leishman and Cam Smith won. So outside of the first year, it's been like 40 to 1 and below has won. And, yeah, even, and, and I would honestly and even, the, say- even, even the teams that were there at the end, Louis and Charles lost, Fleetwood and Sergio lost, Duffner and Perez lost. And in that year, Perez and Duffner were actually like 45 to 1 or something. And I know this is like a silly thing to say because he was a, it was like 100 when they did win. But Cam Smith, like I guess if you're going to bet 100, have like a sweet prospect that you like. Like Sahith Tagala. Yeah, Hostler and Tagala. Gim and Shaw. Oh, Hostler's. Yeah, maybe. Get behind that. Where is young gun Kevin Streelman? Apparently we can't bet him in his future. He's not playing. That's disappointing. All right, I think we're good. Enough of this. Who are we going with? Quick picks for the Zurich Classic. I got... Ry- she's at with O'Hare. Riley, you want to bet that, do you? You can bet Gr- no. you can bet Grio and Rafa Cabrera Bayo at the same time. Anyway, I'm going with <laughs> Davis Riley and Will Zalatoris, Scott Brown and Kevin Kisner. That's with the each way. Thinking about Burns and Horschel to burn some money at the top. And then I'll probably just for fun end up betting on an M. Maybe Streben Merritt and or Gim or Schwab anyway, but I'll probably just stay away from that. Use them on DraftKings or something. <clears throat> yeah. So, oh man, I'm so I'm going to bet Riley and Zalatoris. That's for sure. I'm probably like to find myself on Team Chile if I stay near this top and think I'm gonna like hit Varner in Saudi. So we're not gonna call it chasing the Varner win, but sticking with Varner. I think Bubba could provide good vibes. Two guys are gonna be in a pairing wearing matching Jordan twelves. Okay, like that might just be enough for me. That's how this event works. And an M seem nice. Um, yeah, and at the back, there'll be decisions. Who knows? Norin, Norlander, doubt it. Tagala, Hostler, probable. Do we have any better odds? Yeah. That's going to be. We didn't talk about the, Bruno? like, in our orbit. We're getting a lot of vibe for this Canadian team. Yeah, could actually be a pretty solid situation. We didn't even talk about them. Had one in Svensson at fifty to one. Yeah, sure. I I I, I get it. I feel it. They're playing. Do you see yourself making a move there at all, or no? You like no? Do you? I don't know. Fifty. It's in a place where it help will help me construct my card if I don't play. You know, a couple of those uh, like twenty eights that I spoke about. Really trying to find the best number on this Burns and Horschel. The best I can find right now is 15. We got away for that other place that we like. I'm going to be pretty light. Like, this is pretty light exposure. I've been getting knocked on the chin a bit. Yeah, but I, I, got I, got mo- I got money in my account again now. That's you. Great. That's you. I'm going to just just rein myself in a little here. Someone Maybe. told me that Keith Mitchell and Brant Snedeker is intriguing. Does that intrigue you? Snedeker showing life, so that's good. So, like well, when he, the he lower showed, end he, of the team, 
He showed is life playing last well. Week. He sucked last week. Okay, but to the and M, like when the lower leg of the team is playing really well, that's really exciting. Like you wish Davis Riley was playing better. But what, what, what's the best number you can find on and M? I'm seeing 33, 38. DraftKings Sportsbook has it at 40, which you can bet on, but I cannot at the moment. Had one in Svensson at 66 here. That's not bad. I can bet a 40 and you can't? Yeah. I can bet a 38 at the moment. Oh, I yeah, I know where there's a 40. Okay. okay. You text me afterwards. But DraftKings Sportsbook, well, no, but- DraftKings Sportsbook has the 40. I just can't bet on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Oh, you. I can't get up. There's one of these newer. Never mind. I don't know if it matters if you need to go through the hoops for the two points, though, here, Pat. No, that's probably true. I'll just I'll wait and see if that other place that we use opens it at 40. And if not, I'll just bet the 38. But I'm yeah, I'm in on M&A, and I want to root for that. Anyway, that will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. Uh, are you taking, like, I know Tambo, we're not doing a live chat this week. That's why I'm pushing DraftKings till Thursday, or till Wednesday, sorry. I'll have two NFL draft shows this week as well, so please tune into those. Check out the Cuss Corner that I just released, rate and review, download, all that fun stuff. Are you, like, basically taking the week off here, or are you still doing content as usual? No, I'm going to do my content as usual. Going to chat with the boys at BetSports tomorrow morning live. You know, there's always bets to be made, and that's exciting. And even if it just turns into a law, like a more macro view golf conversation, I just love talking golf. I don't need a week off from talking golf. And I'll have a video up on Odds Checker with our guy uh, at Rick Gaiman. Um, so, yeah, my content will be there early in the week. There'll be bets, bets from me. I need a winner. I need to get off the mat. I think that Horschel and Burns are going to win. So I'm going to bet them too. What the best you said is 14? 15, I found. At a site that happens to be open 365 I mean, days a year. I do I do believe, as we said, like that is the one team that I think is like, I don't know, planning to win the most, I guess I would say. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Anyway, that will do it for me. Smash the like on the way out. Play in the Listener's League. And wish me luck in USFL on Monday night. All right? Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. See you next time. Mayo Experience! Experience!